Hey guys, I just wanted to share something that I came across this week that really encouraged me. So I want to encourage you with it. It's about Rahab from the book of Joshua. Rahab the prostitute, she's generally known as because that is what her profession was before she encountered the risen Lord. So if you remember your Old Testament, the Jews came out of Egypt in, in Exodus and it's a relatively short journey from Egypt to the very edge of the promised land at Kadesh Barnea. During that time, they're led out of Egypt by the pillar of smoke and the pillar of fire. And then through their time, there are these miraculous signs that God is there, God is leading from being the parting of the Red Sea, being led through the Red Sea, the destruction of Pharaoh's army, the feeding by manna, all of it shows that God is real and that they are blessed by God. They're God's people, which is awesome. But because they are people, because they are fallen and fleshly, when the Israelites get to Kadesh Barnea, which is right on the edge, God's promise almost fulfilled, they send those spies in to reconnoiter the land, to spy it out. And the spies come back, and there's 12 of them, and 10 of them say, there's giants in the land. This is terrible. We're all going to die. We should go back to Egypt. That's where we were taken care of. That's where we had meat and leeks. And how could God lead us out into the wilderness to die? It's an example of how we get discouraged in ourselves when we rely on ourselves and we take counsel of our fears and take our eyes off of God. That's why Hebrews says, keep your eyes on me, not anything else. So they forget the fact that they were slaves in Egypt, that they were literally being worked to death and hunger and thirst after Egypt, which is a picture of the world. As a result, the two, two additional spies are Joshua and Caleb, who say, we should go in. It's not about us. The Lord will go in before us. And even though there are scary things in the promised land, it is good. Trust in the Lord and he will lead us to victory. It's a great example for us in life in general because if we trust in the Lord through scary things, he will lead us just like that. But because they fail, because they take counsel of their fears and the people follow the ten spies and rebel against God and start doubting God and turning against God, they're sent into the wilderness for 40 years. 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. So fast forward over the 40 year period and they get back to the edge of the promised land again, getting ready to go in under Joshua. He sends spies in to check out Jericho, which is a huge walled city that guards essentially the approach into the promised land. When they get there, they sneak in and they meet Rahab. She is a prostitute. She is a, a Canaanite. So she's a worship, worshiper of false gods. But when she meets the two spies, and do you remember what she says? She says, we have heard of you guys, the Israelites. We have heard of what happened back 40 years ago. We have heard of what happened recently, and we're terrified. 
40 years ago, the Canaanites were watching what was happening with the Israelites. And the fear of the Lord went before the Israelites into the land, leaving the people terrified. It went before the Israelites to make, make way and to make the land ready for the Israelites to come in and take over in victory. God made the situation ready 40 years before. All they had to do was come in and take the victory, take the win. But because they failed, that opportunity was lost. They did not follow God, therefore there was consequences. I'm sure we've all been there. We've all had the opportunities in front of us to serve the Lord. Sometimes big, sometimes little. We may have been standing online at the grocery store and thought, I should tell the, that person the gospel. I should give them a track. I should tell them how much Jesus loves them. And then fear comes upon you, and you think, oh, man, I don't know what they think. They're going to think I'm crazy. Or I should take this position that's been offered me. I should follow God in this way. I should stop with this sin. And then you think, no, no, this is, I love this sin. This is great for me. And we could wind up in a position that we're just so filled with regret that the regret and the pain of the past leaves us paralyzed. And we feel like there's no going back. God will never allow me to move forward with them now. Well, that's the good news. So 40 years before, they were terrified. God went before them, and the reputation of God's faithfulness made their way to Jericho so that everybody was really quaking in their boots over God's people coming. 40 years later, after failure, after 40 years of waste, after rebellion against God, they're still terrified. God is still going before them. The opportunity is still there to be faithful and to serve God and to trust God. God doesn't desert, desert you in the beginning of the book of Joshua. He'll never leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous. Therefore, be strong and courageous because I will always be with you. God's mercy, God's goodness, God's love doesn't fail you because you failed God. God's goodness, God's mercy, God's love, God's feelings for you is not dependent on you. It's dependent on God. It's His perfection. It's His certainty that overwhelms, that washes away our failure, our uncertainty. I used to think the Bible verses said, perfect love casts out all, all fear. I used to think that had to do with me. And if I just got to the point where I loved God enough, then I wouldn't be fearful. If I just had to work harder, and then, then I would do the things of, of God. And I tried. I, I threw myself against the wall of my own fleshliness, my own hard work, and I failed again and again. But the secret of that verse, it's not like a hidden secret, it's just what it means. 
But the, the point of that verse is the perfect love that casts out all fear is Jesus' love for you. So we don't have to be fearful because Jesus loves us perfectly. We don't have to fear other people because Jesus will go before us. We don't have to fear failure because Jesus loves us whether we succeed or whether we fail. We don't even have to fear sin because he, first he gives us the power to overcome sin but then when we fall, Jesus already paid for that. His perfect love poured out on the cross. Isn't that wonderful? It's one of those things where the constant message, Christianity is really not about you. And that's a great thing. Because if it's about you, then it's fallen and it's messy. And it's a weight that you or I can never bear. But if it's about Jesus, he bears it lightly. He bears it easily. The truth is, back to the spies, they went into the promised land. The promised land was scary. The promised land was filled with evil. There were giants in the land, literal giants. And it was true what they said. They look like, in comparison, grasshoppers compared to the giants. But they forgot that it's not about them. It's not about their size. It's not about their strength. It's not about their eloquence. It's not about their self-will. It's not about their willpower. It's about the God who went before them, who won the victory before they even arrived. In your life, you might be a wonderful person. You might be eloquent. You might be very disciplined. You might be determined to do the work of, the God, of God. But guess what? It's not about you. It's only about that God who goes before you and fills you and carries out his will through you to win his victories to conquer this land around us for Christ are you willing to lay all that stuff down and simply trust in him that's a question we have to ask ourselves every day mm -hmm.